0: <clears throat> hey, are you uh, are you high right now? Are, are you drunk right now? Do you have a blunt right there in front of you? Do you have some alcohol right there in front of you? Because bitch, I need you to roll that shit up, smoke it, drink it, Get motherfucking ready for this episode of The Bold and the Bitchy. This one is a little bit of a shorter one this week as I am alone without my better half, Ken's. So this is your girl, Liv, coming to you live and in stereo, and we are going to have a little fucking chat. So get ready. Woohoo! Everybody, hey, what the fuck is up? It is another fucking episode of The Bold and the Bitchy. This is your girl Liv, as I mentioned before. It's just me, guys. It's um I'm flying solo today, and it's just literally not the same without her. I literally miss her, and I'm crying on the inside. Um, and so we're just going to get into some things. Um, she is not able to be here with us today, Ken's, because she is in the process of moving, um, along with her family, um, you know, into a brand new house and it's been just taking up pretty much all of her time. And she also had finals this week, so she's got a lot on her plate. So I had to fly solo on this one, but that's okay. That's okay. We're going to steer this ship together. We're going to get through this together. And I'm fucking excited. So what the fuck is up? Um, I wanted to at least come on and, you know, see how you guys are doing. How are you doing? How's your life going? How are you handling things? Because I know that I've had a couple Breakdowns since our last episode. Don't fucking try me. Like, I have been under so much stress um, due to just work and, you know, my own like family drama that I've been going through. And honestly, your girl has just been putting it, putting a band aid on it with Starbucks and retail therapy. Um, I've been online shopping like fucking crazy and it is so therapeutic and i know my wallet is like bitch what the fuck do you think you're doing i'm sorry do you who do you, who do you think you are kylie jenner out here no i'm not her but guys i needed a fucking pick me up okay it's been really rough and i just want us to normalize having a rough time having a rough patch you know struggling You know, because on social media, you just see everyone who's happy all the time. Their life is going great and, you know, things are just hunky fucking dory. But it's not. You know, it's not. I know it's not. That's not the truth. That's not real life. Okay. Because behind closed doors, shit is fucking real. The struggle is real. And I want you to know that it's okay. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to have a fucking breakdown. It's okay to call your therapist at three in the fucking morning and be like, bitch, I am dying. What the fuck is happening to me? And she's like, whoa, whoa, girl, I need you to chill. Um, I do not have a therapist. I am looking into getting one. Um, I haven't been in therapy in so long. I was in therapy all through high school, um, and I loved it, and it really helped me out. Um, and then I kind of just stopped going, and then I fell off, and my therapist was like, "Okay, well, I guess she's dead and in, in the wind now." And so I just went about life, and then now that things are starting to kind of Get a little heavy again. I'm just like, I need to literally find a new therapist. So I'm on the search for one. And you know, if you guys are going through a tough time and you guys feel like you don't have anyone to talk to, um, and you need to talk to someone, definitely get a therapist guys there's nothing wrong with it i think that more and more it's becoming destigmatized which i love um because i definitely know back then um when anyone would mention a therapist it would be like what therapy so like you're crazy like you're a crazy person like you're mentally insane like is that why you need to go like no it's because my mental health is literally down the fucking toilet, so I need someone to talk to and vent this out. So it's okay, guys. I'm in the process of looking. Come look with me, and it's okay. We'll get through it together. Um, some of the kind of crazier shit that's been going on in my life, God. Um, well, let's see. like family, Family drama. We all know family drama. Um, My family is is one of those families where every like holiday, there it's never a good holiday. Like some shit always has to go down. Like drama always has to happen in some way, shape, or form. No matter how much you try to avoid it. No matter, I mean, you could do literally everything fucking perfect that day, right, on this holiday, and still your family would find something to create drama about. Um, so that happened with me this past Mother's Day. Um, that was the holiday that just passed, um, at the time of this recording. And so we had a whole thing with that because my mom expected her gifts on a certain time and her kids, we kind of dropped the ball. We didn't give it to her at the time that she wanted, but then again, she didn't tell us what time she wanted (laughs) the gifts. So, I mean she of course was really upset and like it just became this whole thing of like you didn't get me anything and oh my gosh you guys forgot about me and we did not we did not we splurged for her we got her a couple outfits from Nordstrom she loves that place one of her favorite stores um we also got her um some really nice um perfume body lotion body oils from this store that she from this other store that she really likes it's called Mia's Wish um and it's it's a smaller store I don't think it's a big company they only have a few stores around here Um, but they sell like all natural products. So if you're into the all natural stuff, maybe look them up online. Um, and my mom was obsessed with them as well. So we got her a whole gift set of products from them and we got her this really nice picture frame, like this glass picture frame where like you can play like your favorite music or something like that. And we, we did it for her. And I just, I mean, And also too, mind you, my mom wanted a, (laughs) this girl, she wanted a Gucci purse or a Louis Vuitton purse for Mother's Day. And you know, I would have loved to give that to her, except I don't make Gucci or Louis Vuitton money. (laughs) So uh, that was gonna be a no-go from me. And then the rest of my siblings, are in high school and middle school. So, and, and they don't work, they don't have jobs. Right. So obviously that was not going to happen. Um, but she, she, at the end of the day, loved her gifts and we had a, you know, once everything, you know, kind of calmed down, she enjoyed her gifts and it was great, but it's just something about when you get an into drama with your family it's different than any other drama like if you face drama from the outside world whether it be at work or like your friends or like i don't know you fight with someone in a parking lot like it doesn't affect you as much because it's just like you know that's the outside world you can always you know shut it out go home at the end of the day right but with your family that's your blood and in most cases you live with them or you see them every day and it's just like when the drama gets so bad and, you know, you guys start arguing and, you know, things just get really nasty at that point, you're just like, what the fuck? Like, it hurts so deep. And, like, with that with being your family, they know your pressure points, okay? Y'all know this. We know this. Like, they know your pressure points because they've been with you your entire life. So they know exactly what buttons to push, when to push it, and just to, you know, escalate things. And that stuff can really hurt. And I've been dealing with this, gosh, ever since I was a kid. And that kind of trauma, you know, constantly growing up with that negative energy and that, you know, negative talk from your family, it can really fuck you up. Because it's just like, damn, if my family is saying this to me and they think like this, then what about me? Like, like, I mean, what about everyone else, you know, in the world? What do they think? Are they thinking the same thing? And then if you're anything like me, see, I overthink things a million and 10%. I overthink everything. I have super bad anxiety, um, i had severe depression in high school and depression i guess never really goes away um i've been like more happier now ever since high school um because i'm finding myself a little bit more but you when know, when you've got that anxiety when you've got that depression when you've got other m- mental health things going on you know and then it just those words that they throw at you just adds fuel to the fire and you're you just don't know what to do and you're like i love my family right cuz that's your blood like you do anything for them you die for them you know um like <sighs> it's just so hard to explain guys like you like it just cuts so deep just so fucking deep it just messes you up and then you don't know where to go where to turn and then you end up having a breakdown you know you cry You, uh, I don't know, you get frustrated. You, I mean, it manifests itself in a bunch of different ways. At least for me, I definitely have a good cry session. Oh God, guys, a good ass cry session makes all the difference and it's okay. And I'm learning that myself as I'm like preaching this to you guys, because let's be real here. I am one of those people who I've been burned so many times in the past by people and by other family members that I have just become this person who has all these walls up. And it's so hard for people who really care, who really want to be there for me, to break through because I'm over here with all of these walls. And yeah, I feel bad and yeah, I want to let them in, but there are just times when you're just too scared. You don't want to let them in because you're afraid of getting hurt again. You swore to yourself that you were never, ever going to let someone make you feel that way again. And then in turn, you block everything off. And then when people really care and they genuinely want to be there for you, they have no way to get in and it's frustrating for them. And then it creates this whole thing. And I just, I've always had those walls up, guys, ever since. I learned from an early age to keep those walls up and to protect myself. And it's, I call it self-preservation, but really you're slowly hurting yourself inside because if you're not letting those emotions out, if you're not letting those feelings out, if you're not letting someone in, then... You're hurting yourself and it starts to manifest physically, you know, those emotions in your body. You're tired more, you know, you or you're not tired and you stay up all the time and you're not getting enough sleep. You're getting too much sleep or you're not eating or you're eating too much. And. Guys, I just want to say that it's a process, Okay, if you're someone who has walls up, it's okay to let them down. But let them down slowly. You know, be careful of who you allow in. It's okay to be cautious, but it's also okay to let someone in. I spoke about Mister Hippy Dippy. I don't think he likes his name. I don't even know if he <laughs> even listens to the show, but um, he came back in the last time we talked. He was gone. He was in the wind. I didn't know what was going on. He's back now. Um, surprise, <laughs> and so we've been back to talking and everything. And mind you, me and this guy have been talking for a little over two months now. Um, I think going on three months next week, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like this is going good. And when I was in the middle of all that shit going down with my family. He asked me, you know, what's wrong? What's happening? And again, those walls, like, they're up, bitch. They're strong. They're there. And I was like, I had to like a mental struggle with myself. Like, do I let this man, like, do I, do I allow him in? Do I dare open the door for him? Like, it's only been three months. We've only been talking for three months. And we're not exclusive or anything like that and we're not you know seriously dating it's a very casual relationship very casual friendship situationship. I don't know what the fuck it is but I mean he's been really fun to talk to and it's been really nice to have someone to talk to like that and from the opposite sex but at the same time it's also scary because like I said I don't let people in and He was pressing and pressing. And I'm just like, fuck, like, do I really take a risk? And apparently, that's what life is. That's what it is, right? Like, you taking risks every single day. Hell, every day that you get into your car to go to work or to go to the grocery store is a risk because you could always get into an accident and seriously injure yourself or even die, (laughs) right? So it's just like, I mean, hey, you know, what have you got to lose if you open this door for emotions? Like, yeah, you can get hurt, and but you can bounce back. With the car analogy, if you get into a car crash and you, like, you die, I mean, you can't come back from that, to be honest. <laughs> you definitely cannot come back from, <laughs> from that. But I should not be laughing at that because that's not funny. But, I mean... It's true though, you cannot come back from a car accident if you die. Um, So with this opening the door, I'm not going to die if he hurts me or uses this against me in some way later on down the road when I piss him off, because I know I'm definitely going to piss him off um, because I'm just a stubborn ass bitch and like stubborn to a fault. We'll, We'll get into that, but it terrified me, literally, to open this door. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to make the decision to crack it. Not fully swing that bitch open, but, like, just just crack it. Just a smidge. Just just to let him in just a little bit. And, y'all, it felt so fucking good. It felt so good to finally let someone in and allow them to be there for me and that I didn't have to carry that by myself. And literally, I mean, he just listened, you know? He didn't like butt in with, you know, what you know his thoughts are, his opinions or anything like that. He just listened. And to have someone to just listen is amazing. It's like so freeing. And I felt really relieved and really surprised and really scared all at the same time. Cause it's just like, oh my God, I finally let someone in. Cause Kenzie is literally the only person who is like super fucking close to me. All my walls are down. Like she is the only, only fucking person. Right. So to allow this man that I've only been talking to for a short time in like that, I may as well have been jumping off of a fucking cliff. Because, goddamn, I needed a Starbucks coffee stat after that. And that's exactly what I did. (laughs) So uh, I'm not mad. I'm actually really happy that I did that. Again, I'm still kind of, you know, cautious, a little worried of where that might lead me later on. Like, will that come back and bite me in the ass later? But I don't know. Um, because I remember a time where with my ex, I completely let my walls down and I just totally just was vulnerable with him. I just allowed it because I trusted him. Right. And I felt comfortable enough to do that. Well, this motherfucker, (laughs) clearly he's an ex for a reason because this motherfucker literally dumped me. Like two or three days after that conversation, like it was a heart wrenching conversation, right? Like I was crying. He was crying. Like it was a whole thing when I finally let my walls down and let him, you know, see like, you know, what I'm really going through from a mental health standpoint and the fact that a couple of, just a couple of days later he dumped me I was like oh my god I had walls up when I met him and then I finally let them all down and then only for him to freaking crush my dreams like that I was like nope nope mm-mm. Mm -mm, Nope, fuck this. I will never, ever let anybody in um, ever again, except for Ken's, because she's been there since day one. Um, And so, yeah, guys, is this growth? Like, is this maturity? Is that what this is? Is this like a new step into adulthood? Because I'm fucking with it for now. I guess... Guys, I guess it's just scary because you know that being so open with someone, you know, it could really be scary and they could use it at any moment against you. And I guess that's how it goes when you let anybody in, whether that be romantic or not, a friend, a coworker um i don't know if you work out a personal trainer (laughs) um it's scary letting people in and being vulnerable around them and knowing that they could literally use that against you at any moment i think that's one of my biggest fears i think that's why i have such bad anxiety because it's like i've had it done to me so many times where people have literally used it against me or where they took advantage of how kind I am and how compassionate I am. And when they take advantage of stuff like that and, you know, it's just a constant thing, you close up, it's just really fucking hard. I'm sorry if I'm sounding like I'm beating a dead horse, but it's true. And I think that's just life, right? Like life is all about risk. It's all about taking a chance. Cuz you just never fucking know. You don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. You don't know what hell what next week is going to be like. You don't know what the next couple of hours are going to be like. And to be vulnerable. I mean, it's it's scarier. It's scarier than anything, right? And so uh, I'm just, I just want to let you guys know that it's okay. If you get your heart broken, it's okay. If they use it against you, it's okay. I mean, obviously, it's going to fucking hurt like a bitch, right? Because you trusted them, you cared for them, you loved them. But you'll get back up, you'll dust yourself off, and you'll try again another day. And I think I forget that in a way, right? Like, I don't know. Like, it's almost like as if it's like, oh my God, if I let them in and I'm vulnerable, the world's gonna fucking end. Like, the fucking rocket from China that went off to space is gonna fucking hit me and, like, fucking, I don't know, kill me. I don't know. Shit. Shit. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, Anything could really fucking happen. And so, I mean, take it from Ken's. Even though Kenzie is like the only one that I completely can be my true authentic self with, that did not come easy. Even for her, she had to work. Like when we first became friends, like boom, it was an instant connection between us and an instant friendship almost. But also, we had to work super fucking hard at letting each other in. And we've talked about that in past episodes, I believe. Even for her, like, it was really fucking tough. Because, again, like I said, I'm a stubborn ass bitch. And the fact that she stuck through it for the last 10 plus years, bitch, I'm baffled. Like, and I'm so grateful. Every day I'm grateful. Every day I'm thankful. Because I've had so many people come and go in my life. And as of you guys, right? Like, I'm sure there are people that have come and go in your life, and people that sometimes you still think about to this day. And you're like, damn, like, I wish it kind of worked out between me and this person. Or like, I kind of miss them being around. And like, I am just in awe every single day that she continued to work with me on this you know we work together on building our friendship and building something that will last the rest of our lives because you know what I'm just gonna put it out there I'm gonna call our generation out. I feel like our generation is especially like with social media and everything it's just I feel like everyone's so quick to give up on things when shit gets hard um or quick to throw in the towel or like with social media it kind of breeds that instant gratification you know the minute you post something you get a couple likes like right off the top or maybe even it takes an hour or two but the point is that you 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 get it soon enough right versus you know with an actual real life relationship friendship you have to actively work on it every single day. You have to actively choose that person every single day and choose to love them and accept them for who they are. And it's a beautiful thing, but it can also be draining. It can also be really tiresome. And I know, I know what you guys are thinking, like a friendship shouldn't be draining. It shouldn't be tiresome. No, no, no. When you're working on it, Look, you guys are both human beings. You both have flaws, okay? So with that being said, you guys are working on those flaws together as a team, right? And it's not fucking easy, right? Those walls that you put up, they don't just go up magically one day. That's over years, right? That's over a period of time. And you have to slowly chip away at that every single day. That's what we did together, chipped away at it every single day. And the fact that we never gave up on each other, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. And that's not to say that we don't have like we don't bicker. <laughs> like we don't have issues. We bicker. We bickered literally like a couple days ago <laughs> over like the dumbest shit. And it's so funny because we'll like bicker. We're like it's like we're I don't know. It's like we're dating, but we're not. I swear, guys, we're not together. We're not dating, and it sound when we describe it, it sounds like we are, like we're dating, but we're not. We're not. I swear. Um, even though I've asked her and Jake to like, you know, let's be a throuple, but nah. <laughs> um, we just we literally worked at that shit, and people look at us and they're like, wow, like you guys make it look so easy. Like you guys are like best friends. Like we never have fucking problems. No, no, no. We have problems guys. We definitely do. And we bicker and we nag at each other and we get into arguments. And it's so funny because nine times out of 10, it's over the dumbest thing because again, and also too, we're both women, like women, we're just, we're catty. We're petty. We, you know, it's just literally just the dumbest shit. Just to just, we do it just to do it, okay? And so I, I literally we literally like bickered over text. <laughs> and it was so funny. It was the dumbest thing because I sent her a TikTok. She wasn't really into the TikTok because she was, you know, busy doing her own stuff. So she was like half paying attention to me. And I was all upset because I'm like, you're half paying attention to me. Like, give me attention, bitch. And she's just like, girl, I can't right now. I'm in the middle of moving. I got finals. I don't have time for you. And we just bickered about nothing over this stupid ass TikTok. Over a goddamn TikTok. That's not important. <laughs> That's not important in life. But we bickered and we anno- we annoyed each other. We weren't mad, but we were definitely annoyed. And then just a couple hours later, we we're just like, Hey, so what you doing? Like, what are you up to? Like I FaceTimed her. I was like, What are you doing? Like what what are you up to? Like I like I missed you. And like 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 it didn't fucking happen, right? Like it, it just deleted from my memory. And I know it sounds weird, but that's just kind of how we are at first. And then we like circle back to it. So we don't just like keep bickering and just keep it going. We we just take a break, you know, forget it for a second. And then we circle back and then we talk it out like adults and, you know, f- fix any of the miscommunication or anything like that. And then we're good to go. And then we're fine. So uh guys, I encourage you if you have someone in your life who is really there for you, really down for you, like on some ride or die type shit, don't take them for granted. I definitely have taken her for granted in the past, but now more than ever, now that I'm a full-fledged fucking adult, it's and it I'm realizing how hard it is to find like good, genuine friendships. Um I wholeheartedly am so grateful every day for her, for our friendship. It honestly keeps me sane. And I think it keeps her sane. And I say, hold on to that, guys. Work on it. Work on it. It can get tough. It can get hard. You know what I mean? But anything worth having in life is going to be fucking hard. It's going to be difficult. And, but it's all going to be worth it in the end. Because when you find that end result and it's beautiful and it's, you know, amazing and fun, it's all worth it, a hundred percent. And I'm, I'm just, I'm just in awe. So. I say to say, it's okay, you know, it's okay to bicker. It's okay to have your moments. Like we all have our moments, okay? We're all human. We all have flaws. It's it's just not going to be perfect 24-7. You're not going to be perfect 24-7. Just remember to breathe. I'm learning how to, you know, to breathe. You have to just, sometimes you just got to take a moment, okay? When you're having, if you're feeling a certain type of way, you're having a moment, just take, just take it, take the moment, Do some deep breathing, deep breaths, deep breath, breath. You guys know what I'm trying to say. Take a deep breath, bitch. And literally just try to calm your mind and relax and bring yourself back down to your center and then be like, okay, this is how I'm going to attack this. And, you know, maybe I'll approach it from a different perspective. Wow. Do it just me or do I sound like a legit adult? What the fuck? Like bitch, I'm proud of myself. <laughs> that was a that was a cool moment for me. Um but yeah. So guys, don't put your mental health on the back burner. It is super important and it's so okay to let people know what's going on and talk about it. Or if you don't like to talk, because I know there are some people who just don't like to talk about their feelings, right? Listen to music. Listen to your favorite artist. Um, Go on a walk. Go on a jog. Go for a run, maybe, if that's what you want to do. If you're on the artsy side, paint. Paint. You know, people like to paint or there are adult coloring books and there is nothing wrong with that. You go to the dollar store and you get you a coloring book and some colored pencils, bitch, and you go to town, okay? And you make a beautiful fucking picture with lots of colors and you you just do it, okay? You can do whatever that makes you happy. Now, you know, as long as it's not illegal and, you know, you're not hurting anyone, go do it. You know, go get Starbucks <laughs> like me. It is such an expensive habit because Starbucks is so overpriced, but it's so good. That's just my band aid for everything. Your car is on fire, Starbucks. Your house is on fire, Starbucks. Your man dumped you, Starbucks. Like it can fix anything. I'm sorry. I know y'all are with me. For those of y'all that like Starbucks, you know it. It fix it. It fixes a lot. <laughs> and that's just my thing. Or a Target. And the, lucky for me, there's a Starbucks inside the Target. So it's like the universe was like... Girl, I don't know. Target can have all my money. I don't know what it is about Target. I don't know. I'm sure there's some conspiracy theories out there about how they're mind controlling us with the air inside the store. I don't know. But Target can have all my money. Like that is my place. That's my happy place is Target and Starbucks. So if you're like me, do that, you know. And just don't don't put yourself in the back burner. I know it's so easy to get caught up in everyday life with work, family, kids. Um, you know, if you're in school, you've got school to do, you've, you know, got your own, your own personal shit that you've got to deal with. And it just, it just all gets all jumbled up and it gets crazy and you just don't have the time. No, make time for yourself. It's okay to make time for yourself. People are like, oh, it's so selfish of you to, you know, do this and do that. No, no, no. If this is good for your mental health, if you need some time away from social media, if you need some time away from just people in general and just go into your little bubble, you know, you stay home and you do something around the house that makes you feel better, it's okay. That doesn't make you selfish. It doesn't make you a bad person. And as sure as fuck, doesn't hurt anyone, okay? Because if you take time to make a better you, then it'll help make a better world. So go for it, be all for it. And just remember to take a deep breath. That's all you can do. And I am so sorry, guys, if this, you know, is not... The fun, cool episode that you guys wanted. I We wanted to do something totally different for this episode. Um, since it was the 10th episode, we kind of like a little bit of a milestone. So we want to do something much different, but obviously circumstances change. So this is what we got. I am in- loving this, um, talking to you guys. I s- definitely wish Ken's was here. I would love to know her input on some of the things I said because... <laughs> I mean, girl, it's a mess over here. Um, But yeah, so I didn't want to make this a super long episode um, just because, you know, Ken isn't here and I don't want her to miss out on too much. And I don't know if it would be weird for you guys just hearing me on here. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think about just... Having me on here. Like, I'm not kicking out or anything like that. Definitely not. Or, like, I'm leaving the, the podcast or whatever. That's not happening. I'm just saying, like, is this a vibe? Like, do we vibe with this? I don't know. So definitely let us know, you know, what you think about that. Um, so we covered mental health. Great. Loved it. Check. Got it off the list. Um. But the stuff that you really want to talk about, the stuff that you're really interested in is the sexy talk. And of course, it wouldn't be the bold and the pitchy without some sexy talk. So let's get into it. Let's talk about it, y'all. So as I said, Mr. Hippie, <laughs> Mr. Hippie, I gotta change his name. Why did I name him that? Oh, well, because, you know, he's kind of a hipster. But uh, I'm going to, you know, have to think of some names to, to change that. But um, so, yes, Mr. Hip is back in the picture. Um, supposedly, supposedly, I'm supposed to see him this weekend. And you guys know, you already know You already know what the fuck we're going to do. Obviously cuddle for sure. Cause your girl loves some good cuddles. And we're also going to play a few games because honestly he's beat me in a couple of games of Uno. That's our game. And I want to redeem myself. I keep saying that I'm going to redeem myself, but then he ends up taking off his shirt and then the rest of his clothes. And then I get sidetracked and I totally forget that I lost every single round of Uno that we played. No, well, I think I won once, but... I mean, the minute he gets naked, it's, it's out the door. It's, I I forget. So I haven't forgotten when I show up to his place, I swear y'all don't let me forget. I'm going to have blinders on. I don't care how good he's looking that day. Okay. I am going to redeem myself in Uno. That is my goal because I'm competitive as shit and I am not going to just let myself lose. Okay. I'm going to get back the fuck up and I'm gonna come for the win. <laughs> In more ways than just one. So when I last saw Mr. Hippie, <laughs> maybe maybe he'll just be Mr. Hippie from now on. <laughs> Fuck. Um, so yes, guys, <laughs> let me let me not get sidetracked. Um, the last time I saw him, obviously, we fucked, and it was a lot of fun. It was really good, and one of my favorite things that I found out that I like is, <laughs> and I've and to say and, and let me preface this by saying that I did not like this prior to before I met him. Like I think maybe I've done it with one other guy. So obviously blowjobs, right? Blowjobs are like the thing, like it's, it's, it's standard, right? When you're like starting off the fun stuff. And I was always kind of just like, Eh, about it. Like, obviously I'll put on a show, make it like, you know, I'm super in- into it. And I mean, a lot of times I would be into it, right? Like, it's not like I'm not into it, but I would just be like, yeah, like, it's okay. Like, it's like, it's not the main finale. It's not like what I'm like, like dedicated to, you know, like, it's just another step in the process and it's okay, you know, at least for me. Right. So that's kind of how I always viewed it. But Mr. Hippie and then there was another man. These are the only two men that I have done this with and I've absolutely loved it. Now this is a classic, a classic trick in the book. It's literally in every single porn site that you see. But the thing that I'm talking about is when they take... Their dick right you're you're going in like you're you're sucking you're going up and down you're doing the motions you're sometimes with hands sometimes without look ma no hands type situation right and i when we were getting hot and heavy and getting into it right i was just like okay like obviously i'm gonna blow him right S- standard stuff just you know <laughs> part of the process right part of the job right and so Obviously, his dick's in my mouth. I'm sucking it. I'm going to town. It's fucking hot. And then, so the way we're positioned, I guess I ought to set up the scene, right? So we're on his bed. He's laying down, right? Which is not an ideal position to give head because you're just, you're like at a weird angle and like, I mean, yeah, like you're going down, but then when you suck dick going down the little thingy thing in the back of your throat, shout out Cardi B, um, is more at a downwards angle, right? So it's going to be touched more by his dick, which means that you're going to gag more, which is obviously hot for him, but it's scary as fuck for you because you're like, shit, shit, shit. I don't, I'm not trying to throw up on the dick, right? Like, by the way, biggest fucking fear ever. I've never thrown up on the dick. I know some girls who have. Some people are actually into that. Some people are not. And I've, I'm not kink shaking. I mean, it's a little like far for me, but hey, do you? Um, so you don't want to do that, especially if you're fucking on a full stomach and you had just eaten something. <laughs> that is the biggest fucking fear to... So guys, just a disclaimer. If a girl throws up on your dick, obviously it's a weird, awkward situation, super gross. If you're not into it, be a gentleman. Be cool. From most people, I've heard that most gentlemen, when that happens, they're pretty cool you know, about it and they're respectful. But just putting it out there, just reminding you guys, please, don't be an asshole. You know, She was trying to go all in for you and a little vomit came up. Okay. Just, just be a gentleman, be respectful, handle it like a mature guy. But anyway, off topic. Um, so yeah, so I'm like, You know, you're at I'm down at an angle going down on him, right? Because it's just like he's laying down, and obviously I'm, you know, like I I was like semi on top of him, I guess, and like or like on the side. I don't really remember; it's a little while ago. But um, and I'm just going going down, going to town, and it's super fucking hot, and it's great. What he did is. Wow! Like I, I pause for a second because you get those flashbacks, right? And you're just like, "God damn!" Um, <laughs> so, as I'm going down on him, he is proceeding to thrust his hips up. So basically, like fucking my face, basically, right? And so, I at first I was like, "What? Like what? Like what is happening? Like what?" And then he gets into a rhythm, and then I get into a rhythm. And it was honestly the hottest thing for me because usually I don't do that with guys, right? And like, usually I'm just too, I mean, I'm just like, I'm not really into it like that. I'm just not like, yeah, yeah, I'll give good head and, you know, I'll be, you know, give you a good show. But really, that's not what I'm here for. But no, this man fully like, gr- grabbed my hair obviously it wasn't like yanking me and shit but you know he of course you know as guys do naturally scoop up your hair you know get it out the way and then can like you know gently push your face down as he's thrusting Yo, let me tell you that that was some of the hottest shit that I've ever encountered, ever. And obviously, yes, I did gag on the dick, but I did not throw up. So that's a win for me as, as well. Um, and so Mr. Hippie, and of course, like I said, the other guy that I've done this with, it was always super fucking hot with just the two of them. With other guys, they've tried it and I just wasn't into it. I don't know what the vibe was, what the mood was. I guess it just depends on the vibe and the like, the sexual chemistry with this person that makes it so fucking hot. So I was like, wait, I, I fucking love this, but I need to get in a better position where the you know little thingy in the back of your throat, what is it called? I think it's called like a, uvel, a uvula. U, I'm fucking, God, I am fucking this up so bad. I, I, if you know what it's called, <laughs> y'all can look it up. Y'all got Google. Um, but you know what I'm talking about. So I'm like, I need to get in a better angle. So that way I'm not like, you know, like gagging as much to the point where like, I'm always almost throwing up, you know, and I don't, I don't want to throw up on this man's dick. So I like have him kind of like sit up or like kind of like stand up and I'm like, okay, I just got to get on my knees for this shit. Um, or I guess I could have just like hung my head off the side of the bed because I know that that's a better position as well. So if you want to try that one, go for it. Um, it's all just your level of like comfortability. But for me, I was just like, I think I just got to do it the old fashioned way. Get on my damn knees because who is going <laughs> to who is gonna risk it, right? So, so I finally get up. I'm on my knees. He's in front of me. We're going to town and he's literally – he, literally legit fucking my face and it was the hottest shit so much it's getting so wet like spit just coming down which again like this just this is it's just such a hot scene and i guess because the chemistry is so good between us it i fucking loved it and i like (laughs) oh and then you get the flashbacks y'all girls the girls know what i'm talking about when you get the flashbacks you if you know you know um And so he's going in, he's going full ham, right? And he's, you know, moaning. Also two guys, by the way, it's super fucking hot if you moan. You don't need to stay silent the whole time, okay? If you're enjoying it, let the girl know that you're enjoying it too, okay? It doesn't make you less masculine. Just putting it out there. Girls know it. Ask any girl. I'm telling you, she will say that she loves it too if you moan because she knows that she's doing it correctly. Like we need a sign. If you're just completely silent the whole time. How are we supposed to fucking know? So yeah, so I'm sitting there. He's fucking going in like this man is throat fucking me. Okay. And it was literally the hottest thing. And I'm just like, am I vanilla or what? Cause like usually I'm, I'm pretty adventurous. I'm pretty, I, or at least I'd like to think, right. But like I said, with other guys, it just was not the vibe except for him and this other man, that I was with, so uh, not at the same time, but like you know, just in general, right? So uh, I literally am like, so he's he's doing it, right? I'm tearing up, y'all. I've got makeup, <laughs> I've got makeup on, I've got my lashes on, and I'm like praying to God that the watering of my eyes does not make my makeup run. But I guess apparently that's hot. If your makeup runs as it's happening. So hey, added bonus. Um, and it it was just incredible y'all. I, I just love that feeling. And I felt so like in the moment, so powerful and like just enjoying it. And it was just literally the hottest thing. Uh, Shit. By the time we were done, I was ready to hop on that thing and it was ready for me. Um, and that's the hottest fucking thing ever. So ladies, gents, that, if you're down for that, try it. If your partner is down, first of all, ask your partner, talk to your partner about it. Consent, open communication is also very sexy. So ask your partner if that's something that they'd be willing to try or do. Um, and I'm sure most of you, yeah, dirty animals have tried it already. And maybe I'm just super fucking late to the game, but I don't care though. I'm here now, bitch. I'm here at the game and I am loving it. Um, so we'll see what happens. I'm I want to try some new tricks with him when I see him. Will he let me try it? I don't know. <laughs> um so we'll see. Question mark. And I'm really excited. Um and of course I'll update you guys on how that goes down. Um and I think that's it for me guys. I think that pretty much wraps it up. Um, If you've made it to the end of this, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Um, This was cool. This was interesting doing this um, flying solo. Um, I enjoyed it. I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. Um, For sure, Kenzie should definitely be back for the next one. Thank you guys for listening. And I just ask that you guys rate us and leave a review um, wherever you listen to us and let us know how we're doing because that information, your input would be super helpful to us and would really just give us more feedback so that way we can get better and you guys can enjoy this a lot more. Um, So that's it for me. I hope you guys have a lovely fucking day, night, whatever time it is. Um, and I guess that we will see you on the next episode.